Well, good morning, my friends. I'm excited because I've been studying to uh, start this new series. We're going to get into the book of Colossians. You can find it in your Bible by looking at uh, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. And a way to remember that is God's Electric Power Company, G-E-P-C, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Um, for the first few weeks, by the way, this is podcast number 364 for Wednesday, September 1st, uh, 2021. We're moving right along, closing in on 400 podcasts. Thanks for your patience. Um, I know most of you probably come and go as, as time allots, but uh, thank you for being here. Grab your Bibles, grab your notebooks. I want to give you the two key verses in my estimation, that help us understand Colossians. And uh, they're almost identical. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 19, talking about Christ. And really the key of Colossians is the preeminence of Christ or the, um, the fact that he is over everything. And write this scripture down, John 1, verses 1 through 3. You can look that up later. That helps reinforce that from a different different author. But Colossians chapter 1 verse 19 says, For in him, meaning Christ, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And then Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, again, so similar, but these are our two key verses in Colossians. For in him, meaning Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And those two words there, deity and bodily, shows you that Jesus was 100% God and 100% man. He wasn't 50-50. He wasn't 51-49. He was 100% God and 100% man. The God-man. Now, let me read from Wiersbe, and I, I want you to, to see the importance of Colossians, because what does a book that's 1,961 years old uh, have to say to us today? Well, look at what Paul was dealing with in Colossians. This is from Wiersbe's text, and most of this intro will be from Wiersbe. Do the heavenly bodies have any influence over our lives? The millions of people who consult their horoscope horoscopes each day would say yes. In the United States, there are over 1,750 daily newspapers, and today we have all kinds of other media to look at, and 1,220 of them carry astrological data. Is there any relationship between diet and spiritual living? Does God speak to us intimately in our minds or only through the word, the Bible? Do the Eastern religions have something to offer the evangelical Christian? These questions sound very contemporary, yet they are the very issues Paul dealt with in his magnificent epistle to the Colossians. We need this important letter today just as they needed it uh, back in A.D. 60 when Paul wrote it. This is important. We sometimes view the Bible as some dusty historical manual rather than the fact that Hebrews 4.12 says it's living, active, and alive. It is living, active, and alive. Can I tell you that the more time that you spend in Scripture, um, and the more time you spend being taught from the Scripture, um, it will guarantee your success or failure in life. That's a pretty bold statement. But it's true. 
Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What was he doing when he said that? He was facing temptation of the enemy. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 1, uh, I think through 11, and Luke chapter 4, 1 through 12. He was facing temptation. He was facing difficulty at a time when he was weakest in his body. So weak that when this confrontation was over, the Lord sent angels to minister to him. And yet he said, man does not live by, by bread alone, by what he can provide, by what the things that are around him that we think are essential, but by every word that proceeds out of the, proceeds out of the mouth of God. If the Son of Man, if Jesus Christ, God's only Son, the God-man, needed the Word, how much more do you and I need the Word? And we know from John 1, 1 that Jesus is the Word. Think of the importance that Jesus places on the Word of God. Let's go on. The city of Colossae was one of three cities located about 100 miles inland from Ephesus. The other two cities were Laodicea and Hierapolis. Hierapolis. Those three cities are important. Um, this area was a meeting point of east and west because of an important trade route passed through there. At one time, all three cities were growing and prosperous, but gradually Colossae slipped into a second-rate position. It became what we would call a small town. Yet the church was there, and it was important enough to merit the attention of the Apostle Paul. All kinds of philosophies mingled in this cosmopolitan area and Jewish uh, religious hucksters abounded. There was a large Jewish colony in Colossae and there was also a constant influx of new ideas and doctrines from the East. It was fertile ground for religious speculation and heresies. Why is this important? Because we see this today. The world is getting so much smaller. So other philosophies and other religions are... are um, taking up more and more time on the best-selling list. And it's because there is a spiritual vacuum in each and every life. And we will fill it with one philosophy or another, or as many people have done, more philosophies just tagged on to one another. This, I tried, this, I tried, this, I tried, this. And what happens then is we, we, we kind of bring this amalgamation of all of these religions and we kind of pick and choose. And then we have so many self-help books that sound like they're from Scripture and sound like they're incredibly um, important to where we are at today. And so we begin to espouse the philosophies of men and women who don't even have a relationship with Jesus Christ or believe that Jesus is less than he is. Can I tell you that it doesn't take a, a very much uh, error to ruin the truth in someone. What I mean by that is, if somebody does all of these things well, so many things, they're humanitarian, uh, they're good with people, uh, they're good with business, they're, they make successful decisions, and yet at the forefront, they either don't recognize or deny the deity of Jesus Christ, you need to stay away from them. Because the 99% that they do is offset by the 1%, which is the most important thing. It is the truth. Jesus said to the church in Ephesus in Revelation, you do a lot of good things, but I have this against you, you've left your first love. 
the love of Jesus Christ has to be, and the belief in Jesus Christ has to be the foundation of everything that we build. And if we do not, we're building on sand. Even with all of the world's best teaching and best philosophies and all of these things, good people, good people are not who you should be listening to. Let me say that again. Good people are not who you should be listening to. Who you should be listening to is people who are Christian, people who have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, can you research the others and, and, and take things from them? Sure you can. I read historical books. I read other things. But I stay away from any other philosophy that denies or um, doesn't recognize that Jesus Christ is, is exactly who he is. Why? Because those philosophies will eventually capture your mindset. I've seen it over and over again. Okay, back to our text. Uh, Colossae uh, was destroyed in an earthquake uh, in, the, in the first century, and to this date, it has never been rebuilt. A once thriving city with a thriving church um, was destroyed by an earthquake and has never been rebuilt. In 2019, a group of Australian um, archaeologists um, determined that it was time to rebuild Colossae, but nothing has been done that I know of. So let's look at the church. And again, a lot of this is just going to be notes for, for a day or two, but I hope this 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 helps you and touches you and helps you to realize that we need to dig deeper than just read a few verses every day in our Bible. Colossae probably would never have been mentioned in the New Testament had it not been for the church there. It's not mentioned in the book of Acts. It's never mentioned in the book of Acts because Paul, listen, Paul did not start the Colossian church, nor did he visit them. Paul had heard of their faith, but he had never seen the believers before. Let's look at a couple of scriptures that help back this up. Colossians chapter 1, verse 4. Colossians 1, verse 4. He says this, Since we, him and Timothy and those that are with him in Rome, because he wrote this from a Roman prison, we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. We've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I haven't experienced it, but we've heard of it. Look at verse 9. And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will, his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And then let's go to Colossians chapter 2 and verse 1. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 1. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for all those in Laodicea and all all, and for all who have not seen me face to face. Paul didn't start the church, but Paul was responsible and felt a pastoral responsibility to the church. Why? Because one of his disciples, Epaphras, is said to have started the church. So he felt a fatherly pastoral love for this church. And Colossian, the book of Colossians was probably written, the letter to Colossae was probably written because Epaphras came to Rome with these issues that the church was having to get advice from his spiritual father, Paul. Um, and by the way, that's a great thing to do. 
If you're facing issues and struggles, don't face them alone. Find someone who you respect and find someone who you trust and get good advice. Biblical advice. Let's move on. Um, here was a church of unknown people in a small town receiving an inspired letter from the great Apostle Paul. Think about it. Now, remember, they didn't write these letters so that they would one day be attached to a book called the Bible. These are personal letters, informational letters, doctrinal letters, uh, letters theological letters, um, to help change what was going on in a particular climate. So Paul writes a letter has it delivered, hand-delivered um, to these people to inspire them and to encourage them in their Christian walk, although they had heard of him and they had not seen him and he had heard of them and he had not seen them. Our impact is not necessarily always face-to-face. I remember pastoring um, on staff at Living Hope and we had, a, had an online ministry. So many times I would get um, emails from people uh, asking me questions or telling me that uh, that something uh, I had said had encouraged them, and they were from all over. This podcast has gotten responses from people all over, people I will probably never meet this side of heaven. Um, I hope to continue to do this podcast, and I hope the reach of it continues to reach out farther than I could possibly reach. But but my 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 belief is that I will probably not meet many of you face to face again this side of heaven, and that's okay, as long as what you're hearing is from the Word of God. When you question that, or when you see that this podcast is no longer relevant for you, or you've outgrown it, feel free to move on and to get onto other podcasts that'll take you deeper. Okay, moving on. How did the Colossian church begin? It was an outgrowth of Paul's three-year ministry in Ephesus. Now turn to Acts chapter 19, one of my favorite books. It's the historical book. It's the book that brings into into 28 chapters the history of the early church. Now go to Acts chapter 19, Acts chapter 19. And we're not going to read all these verses because it goes from Acts chapter 19 um, to Acts twenty seventeen through 38. So it's huge. But if you look at Acts chapter 19, you're probably going to see a subheading or a heading above it that says Paul in Ephesus. Paul um, talked about his time in Ephesus in, in both positive and negative. I mean, a lot of things happened. A lot of, uh, a lot of, Good things happen and a lot of difficult things. If you look at verse 21, there was a riot that broke out because of the teaching of Paul. Paul had uh, uh, many situations where he he kind of feared for his life, but he also um, f- fell in love with the group and, and talked to them and, and loved them. And when he was getting ready to leave, because from Ephesus he would go to Jerusalem, um, it was very difficult for him to leave. Now, in in the Jewish way of thinking, to spend any time in a place, um, let's say that he went to a place, and it's just off the top of my head, this is not scriptural. If you went, he went someplace in January of 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 that year. If he spent a month or two, they would call that a year 
in Ephesus. So we don't know exactly how long he was there, but he was there at least parts of three years. But he was there for quite a long time, and the church at Ephesus had a very powerful impact. And from Ephesus, other churches like Laodicea and Hierapolis um, um, and uh, Colossae, these churches were strengthened or built from that ministry. And that truly is what churches should be. They should be outward thinking, strengthening people from within to do outward work outside of the four walls of the church. And it should continue like concentric circles, like in Acts chapter 1, where Jesus says, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And how did he get them to do that? He get he got them to, to move out in those concentric circles through filling them with the Holy Spirit and then through persecution. At salvation, there is this infilling work where the, the Holy Spirit comes within us and empowers us to do what he has us to do. We look at, we tend to look at life as, uh, as linear or as a, a group of years where it's really truthfully um, eternal. Um, Mother Teresa said, suffering, suffering in our life, in this temporary life, is like spending a night in an inconvenient hotel. She looked at it as that small of a thing because she looked at life with eternity uh, in, uh, in focus. Um, Francis Chan did something cool one time. He took about, I, I guess, about 100 feet of nylon rope. And he spread this rope all over the platform while people, while he was teaching. And then he took, hadn't had prepared red tape to be like on about four to six inches on one end of the rope. And he said, the red tape is what we focus on. That's temporary. That's these years on this earth. And then he just began to just peel off the rope inch by inch by inch. And it took him a long time. Nothing compared to eternity. But he said, all of this unmarked, that's eternity. And see, why do we study the scripture? We study the scripture because it is eternal. The Bible says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will not pass away. So we began to study churches like the church of Colossae and see that the problems they in, encountered, even though it was um, 1900 years ago, almost 2000 years ago, even though it was a completely different culture in a different part of the world, are the same things um, and similar things to what we struggle with. Why? Because we're all humans, right? In need of a savior, in need of Jesus Christ. Well, I'm going to have to leave you right there. If you want to, for some homework, you can read uh, Acts chapter 19, all of it, and then Acts chapter 20, 17 through 38. Acts chapter 19, and then um, chapter 20, verses 17 through 38. If you don't want to read that and you just want to stay in Colossians, then I would challenge you to start to read Colossians chapter 1. I hope you're excited about this new study. I'm excited about uh, doing the work and the preparation to get it. I said this many times. I believe I get more out of this than you do. I I wish it wasn't that way. I, I pray that you're getting things out of this that will help you in your daily walk. Let me pray for us. Numbers chapter 6, 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Till we talk again.